Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Brought to you, as always, by Not Enough Caffeine. Never enough. Never enough. It is six o'clock in the morning where Spaz and I are because our guest today is in London, as they say in Hot Fuzz. I just, <laughs> ever since Hot Fuzz, that's the only way I hear it in my head now, is... Someone from London London called for you. Uh, (laughs) It's the only way I hear it now. Uh, Joining us is Robert Hesketh. Uh, Did I say that right? Was I close? Uh, Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Owner of Hesketh Studios here to talk about Executive Assault 2. Welcome, Robert. It's nice to be here. (laughs) And we we are happy to have you because... um, when we when I found out that your next game was going to be a space game, my ears immediately perked up because I'm going to be honest right now. As you know, uh, I never played your first game, and I'm sorry about that. Um, no, it's okay. But I was always intrigued by it. Um, so let's let's start there. Um, the first executive assault was a ground, more of a traditional ground based RTS with the added. Um, twist of being able to jump into one of many of your units first person and control them individually which has been done here and there but like like with varying degrees of success like there's there was what natural selection and there was um savage you know the savage games uh so nuclear dawn was sort of in that vein yeah so, with a mix of RTS and uh, yeah, FPS. Right. So, but your game is a little different because you're you're also a unit uh, on the field because you're a CEO. So you also have an avatar that can be killed, assassinated, which is really neat. So where did like where did the impetus for the first game come from? And then we're going to talk about how that jumped into space for the second. I think at the time I was getting a bit sort of um, fed up of, you know, the bigger game companies not really making uh, interesting games. It was always like, I don't know, Call of Duty 12 or, you know, it was, it was just one sort of sequel after another. And, you know, they weren't making anything more exciting or, you know, something that maybe people just wanted to try. And um, I, I love RTS games and I've always wanted an RTS game where you could sort of, structures too and walk around them and uh and also like get in the tanks because it, it's funny whenever you see like um sort of rts games usually the cutscene is on the ground you know it's always an amazing cutscene of you sort of like on the ground watching all the battle going on but when you actually play the game you're sort of stuck at the, stuck up high sort of controlling units around and i just thought well why not make a game where you are actually down on the ground and actually in the combat you know being able to look up to see your aircraft fly over and um you know and, and shoot things and uh, yeah that's where that the idea for that one really came from and like i was saying like i, I loved battle zone 2 that had a kind of like a sort of similar sort yes. of idea of that one yes and, uh, i i um yeah i think that one sort of inspired me and then uh, yeah i love i love some of the big games like you know um to, to total annihilation and um, you know supreme commander and those sorts of ones with the big robots and things so i just wanted to so and to be, be actually be down there on the ground and see the big robots walking past you is, that's certainly the inspiration for it 
So I did play a little bit of the first one last night uh, after after snagging it this weekend, and like I was just able to do some robot on robot combat. But wow, like for for a game that mixes two different styles, they both feel like they don't feel like half assed. You know what I mean? Like some games hmm. when they try and do two different things like this, each half feels half asked and. Like the com- first person combat felt really fluid, it felt great, and the RTS stealth stuff felt like RTS stuff. So I have to ask: is is this this kind of stuff must be hard to do? This kind of two different perspective thing because don't hardly anyone else does it. So is it is it as hard as I think it probably is to do? Yeah, it, it's it's pretty difficult. It's it's mainly. Mainly getting the computer, like the AI, like the, the sort of uh, pathfinding and navigation around the map, it was the, probably the most difficult part because um, at the time Unity was still, I don't know, I think it was version 4.5, something like that, before I started. And it was their navigation system was just going. And um, I had to buy in some external navigation system. But mainly the navigation system was the problem because it, it was, I couldn't have a massive map. And being able to pathfind through, you know, get all the units to run through the buildings at the same time. That was probably the most difficult thing. And also level of detail too, because there was, um, you know, when, when you're in, down there on the ground, it gets a bit, you have to have a really, really, um, really good detail down there too, you know, whereas in any, any RTS game, if you try and zoom it, if you were to be able to zoom in close to the units, you wouldn't, they wouldn't look very detailed at all. So mainly just trying to get graphics working down at that level and at the top level was it was the most difficult thing and uh, oh and also um because you could walk around inside the buildings um most rts games you know you make a unit or a tank and it just pops out the thing but if you're going inside the building you actually have to see the unit being manufactured so um i like i like i wanted to add that sort of detail in in the buildings too so yeah they, they were the main things yeah i That's must totally fair. yeah i i must say i i noticed that in the second one when i walked to the um I think it was the shipyard, and I noticed one of the fighters uh, being built. I was like, holy crap. I'd never really seen that before in the new one, in the second one. Um, yeah. So that was wonderful. Because <laughs> that's because for space games, that's kind of the holy grail. Is like, I want to walk around my ship. That's what everyone wants. I want to walk around my ship. I want to walk around my station. I want to do it all. You know? <laughs> Well, you know, I just like that sort of level of detail. It's not—it's just effort, really, just to put that right. detail in. Right. Just, you just—you just—you just put it in there. You get the robot factory with all little arms all moving around, making the thing. You know, it just—it doesn't take long. It just—it's just a bit of time and effort. You putting your head into it, and then it just works. I mean, modern computers these days can handle that sort of detail, um, no problem. And I have to say, even uh, on my older—I'm—I'm I'm currently rocking a pretty old computer here. Uh, the new one even ran really well, uh, even in its early form, with all that detail. So, well done. That was really it's impressive. A, it, it's good It's good with Unity, too. Unity's been designed really well to cater for all systems, so they've done a, they've done a good job there, too. So I can't take all the credit for running well, that, all the good That's computer. totally fair, but that's totally fair. But at the same time, you've put so much detail into this. And I've seen other Unity games bog down my machine. So I guess so, yeah. You can't put all the credit on Unity. Uh, so, I so. <laughs> so I guess the first game did well enough to warrant a sequel, which is which is great. Um, one que- another question about the first one before we move on to the second. Does it have like a campaign or is it just a series of skirmishes? 
series of skirmishes okay uh, and multiplayer so you, you right. yeah you just play against your friends and things okay yeah that's uh that's what i was wondering because usually with a lot of rts games and this is a problem with a lot of rts games which kind of why i think they're less and fewer and fewer is you kind of have to make and, and tom chick has said this you kind of have to make three games you have to make a campaign you have to make a skirmish mode against the ai and you have to make multiplayer and that's that's a lot so yeah so when i when i started the first one my brain expected a campaign and because it wasn't it was like huh what? But but that's that's fine. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just I was thrown a little bit. But I I was really impressed by It's great for what it is. Yeah, you know? I was really impressed by the yeah. detail of the first one. And I'm I got to wonder, let's jump to the second one now. Is because you didn't want to do all that ground detail the reason you went into space? <laughs> I think it was huh. just a natural progression. I think everyone loves space games and I wanted to do something that was um yeah, more yeah, I love I love space games too, and I just really Yay. wanted to just go up there into space, and uh, I think it's worked really well. And, and I have to say, folks, uh, there's a preview video of the game on the YouTube channel if you haven't seen it already. Um, even someone who like me who didn't come from the first game, and the, the set, this new game has a bit of a manual. It was it, one thing I was really impressed by is that just about everything was so clear; it was just so easy to get going. Like it oh, really? Was, okay. It, I did not. I mean, I pl- I do play a lot of these games, sure, but you know, every game is different. Some games have their little, some games have their little wrinkles, you know, that you have to learn. But with your game, it was like, oh, this does this, and this builds this, and I need to do this to do this, and it was just for the most part, it was very fluid. It felt very natural. It kind of felt like have you ever played um, Conquest Frontier Wars? A good classic RTS. I like it, that game. If what was that? I like that game. It's a fun, uh, it's a fun one. Contest. It, it this the uh, the different sector jumping thing remind me of that a little bit, which is always a good thing. Um, but yeah, so folks, the new uh, game Executive Assault Two does take place in space. Uh, you're building factories. You're basically the CEO of a company, and you're building a factory. You're building bases. To is the is. Right now, the goal there's one goal in the game, and that's to assassinate the other uh, CEO, which I think is hilarious. Not just destroy their bases, but go in there and kill that one guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, everyone. Everyone found that really fun in the first game because um, I don't know if you got, I don't know how far you got, but in the first one, you were in top, you were sort of in top of the office, and there were two lifts either side, and it actually quite created quite a lot of tension when you could hear like the alarm going off and the lift coming up and you're trying to call the other lift by pressing the button lots. And it's like, yeah, try to get out the office before some, they come and assassinate you. That, that. So I, I've been trying to create that sort of tension in the first one too, in the second one too, with this sort of, with this sort of force field system as well. So um, it's tricky, but I, I, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. So are there going to be other objectives though, besides just killing the other uh, CEO? Do you have other objectives uh, for the game planned? Yeah, so ultimately this one, I am looking at having a campaign in there. And I don't know if you ever played the game Space Colony. Um, oh, yeah. Sort of, oh, yeah. Love that in their, in their campaign, they basically had like a planet. You did all the missions on the planet and then you moved to the next planet and you had another sort of set there. And that's the kind of mission campaign I'm looking and doing in this one. So I'm building this sort of modular 
um, conditions systems so that, you know, one of the conditions is kill the CEO. The other one is like, I don't know, sell a hundred goods. One of them could be like capture an outpost or something. And then, and then I'd be able to make campaigns that way. And then hopefully bring a few of them into the skirmish thing. So you can have an economic victory. So like the first CEO to reach sell like a hundred of their goods or something like that to win. Yeah, that's another interesting thing about this game is that you have just independent traders flying around and you can trade with them, but so apparently can your enemies. And you, you can um, you can decide and name any goods you want. You know, you can call your you can sell basically whatever goods you fancy in the game. And uh, it's the same with the company. You can name your company what you want. You can have your own company logo. And uh, it's um, yeah, I. I'd, I don't see the point limiting people as to what they want to, you know, naming things because you know people are just going to name things very, very stupid and silly things. But there we go. That's 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 kind of the fun, you know. As long as they're enjoying it, that's the main thing. <laughs> um, Spaz, question: Do you remember the name yeah. of the company that Jake and Nog made in that one D Space Nine episode? Was it J Nog <laughs> Consortium or something like that? It was. It was indeed. Yes. Okay, so if we if we when we play this game in co op, that's the name of our company. And we're going to be selling yamak sauce. There That's- you go. <laughs> <laughs> we are totally doing that. Or, or, or just baseball cards because, you know. That's- baseball cards. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I think, I, think my, I think my company sells space kittens. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I do want to ask you if you can also add – I don't know how hard this will be. But if you can also allow us to add a company logo. Like I mean a, a, yeah. like a quote. So we can add the river will provide. Yeah, oh, great! <laughs> if you go if, in the game, if you go down to the goods uh, manufacturing area, you see like a conveyor belt, and when you see your goods going past, you'll see the company logo and the little goods written on the side. So, it's, oh. uh, no, I'm talking about like a tagline. Can we add a tagline as well? Like if we want to, company slogan, so like a speak. slogan. Yes. Oh, I see. Oh no, I haven't added that yet. I haven't got a slogan yet. Uh, maybe you can put it on the logo. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that, that <laughs> the first game because I noticed people started signing off their forum posts with the company that they had sort of set up in the first game with some Aww. goods, and I thought that's actually a really nice idea. That's so really I, I thought I'd put that in the second one. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, oh yeah, last Shogun in our uh, Discord chat said he wants to sell pride and accomplishment. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> with his company as EA. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> well done. Well, oh, that's do what he adds, and by sell I mean murder anyone else. Yes, so that's a that. that's a that's a bird. That's a that's a bird right there. <laughs> well, I, I I see some people said, "Won't you get into trouble if someone does something like that in your game?" And I say, "Well, you know, I'm I'm just giving people tools. People, if people start posting pictures of these to the forums, and a that's the forums." moderation that should be taking control i mean otherwise you might as well just ban i don't know minecraft or photoshop for like i don't know because you can make all these things in there so it's not it's not down to the game to cause the problems it's people who actually write these things you know (laughs) well it is down to player created content versus what's baked into the game Mm. Because no, no, I, I think I had one of the people like use their company logos as like uh, I don't know someone had like a swastika as one of the logos and posted it on Steam on Steam and uh, I, I was thinking well you know that's really for Steam to moderate not for you know not for me so <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, you did your due diligence by stating you know you should be 
you should be careful about what you, what icon you add because it might be offensive to others, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah I've done your due text. diligence. Yeah, I've, I've got that text at the bottom. And, and if when you're playing a multiplayer game, someone has got a offensive slogan or logo, you can just press a button and it just hides it so you, you can get Nice. Me. That's really great. Yeah, it, you can tell by... I, you can tell by that sentence plus the gameplay. You've put a lot of thought into usability. Uh, which yeah, is, I mean, I, I really—it's a deep game, and I want people to just get into it. I mean, that there's you know get get really sort of find their way into it. But I you, I don't want people to explain. I don't want to explain too much into the game because I think a lot of people just like discovery too and finding out things. Right, so like you want like a tutorial or a manual to cover the basics, but you know maybe other people can make strategy guides if they want to <laughs> on the Steam community. You know, <laughs> I think tutorials is like you can go too far, and it's like you're telling you you know W for forward, S for backwards, or or you can you know I mean if you ever played Far Cry Three Blood Dragon, the tutorial on that was just taking the <laughs> yes. mix out of it. So Amazing. you don't want to go. I love that, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to just sort of throw people in at the deep end. I mean, I remember Minecraft when it first came out it was pretty much you just appeared and you're like. Uh, what do I do? do I, you know, and you start hitting the ground. And it's like, oh, okay, and I got a chunk of grass, and then it's like, then you had to slowly go from there. But it's um, so you, it's something in between. <laughs> now, one thing I found fascinating was the uh, procedural generation. Like, I played, I tried like three different games, um, well, three different sessions of, the, of EA Two, and um, each map was was way different in like this how the sectors were laid out, what was in them. Um, and I also like how there are environmental hazards as well. Yeah. Well, it, I, it's a big thing with space games, I would say. I mean, space literally means nothing. You, you, you have to fill it with content. And so environmental hazards seem like a really good way of like helping to sort of break up the sort of gameplay, you know, when you're attacking and you think you got the upper hand, the next thing, you know, you've got asteroids crashing into your space station. So it really helps with the interest and, um, and I think you encountered an, a, um, an ion storm in I, one of your games. I and, did, um, yes. On the video, there's an ion storm. It's very pretty, by the way. Yeah, it, it looks quite <laughs> cool, so, especially if you stand on the bridge and watch it fly past. And um, Oh, I didn't uh, think to also, do that. Oh, damn it. I didn't think to do that. I, I had a big space combat in it once, and that looked quite fun. Um, uh, there's also, I've added bugs, like infest. They're called little infestors. They're like little slug creatures, and... That you can, they sometimes traders accidentally drop them off on your space station. Yes, try to like <laughs> kill them. <laughs> kind of like tribbles, but not as cute. And, they can... and, and definitely not spiders. I, I don't know what it is with space games at the moment. Every space game at the moment has to have spiders uh, in it. And I'm like, uh, no, no spiders. I'm fed up with spiders in thank games. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hate spiders. They freak me the fuck out. And so I'm. Hey. Really happy there won't be spiders. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I think there's that game coming out called Satisfactory, and they've got them in there, but he's put a button to actually remove them because apparently the developer hates them too. And I was thinking, well, why did you put them in there then? <laughs> Probably because some know. people love being scared by spiders, I suppose. Yeah. So, but in yeah. a space game, the, the imagination runs wild. You could have any any creature, really. <laughs> exactly. So one thing I do have to ask a question about the game itself. I could not figure out how to repair um, your own facilities, like because something got damaged. Space station was on fire. <laughs> what was that? 
I noticed Harker's space station was on fire. Yeah, I didn't know how to stop that. I had no idea how how to uh, how to stop that. So, how how do you it's fix like your- a little? Each facility has like a little control panel in there. It's like a black display. I'm going to put a little light on top of it um, so you can see them. And when you walk up to it, there's a repair button in there. So, oh, so you have to run down to the facilities themselves to do it. Yeah, um, oh. I don't know how that will work. Um, some people might just not want to do that and just want to do it straight from the RTS screen. But currently, the only way to do it is to actually run down there. You can you can like take over a robot in your, in your space station and do it that way rather than getting you know. Oh, I didn't know that either. CO mode, so. I didn't I didn't know that either. Been, so that's pretty- yeah. I, I might I might have to write a strategy guide for this. No, that actually, that actually <laughs> might be a good that might be actually a good uh, middle ground. Like if you don't want if if you want. Uh, if you if if you want to give people the option to do it quickly, have them take over a robot in the area and fix it that way. Uh, if you don't want them to do everything from the uh, RTS interface, if you want to make it a little more direct, and that would actually add tension. Like, oh my god, my thing's on fire! I got to get down there and fix it before it blows up. And and you can't do it. That's the thing. You can't do everything from one place. So you got to take control of a robot and run down there, like the closest robot. You find the closest robot and you run down there. And you do it just in time. That actually, I think, might work better than do because if you do everything from one interface, that might be a bit cluttered. You know, that might be a bit overwhelming. So I kind of like the uh, the segregation. I kind of yeah, like that. And yeah, I mean, with the testing, some people found that too many controls were in first person, and it was just getting a bit sort of overwhelming. Like you know, trying to do things. So I, I've moved some of the controls back, but. This is one of the big features of the game will be this executron mode where I don't know if you've heard it, uh, heard about it, but it's, it's basically a cooperative of your friends. So you've got one person as the CEO and then other people can join your company in multiplayer as an executron and they just play the game in almost like a pure FPS mode running around the space station doing all the chores that the CEO hasn't, can't do or hasn't got time for. Right, but I'm guessing in single player, what you can do is assume control of one of those things and then do your thing and then exit direct control. That might be a good, like I'm saying, that might be a good middle ground between putting everything on the RTS interface. Definitely. definitely. Another Uh, option might be to to have a a module that you can build that, say, has two repair robots that that just patrol around and try to do repairs, but it does cost power in order to to have them active. So you'll have to either turn the whole facility on or off as needed. Oh, I love and of it. Of course, if you forget to I turn it. it on, then you won't have people re- running around repairing. Oh, so, I kind of love it. Yeah. That kind of makes it almost like roller coaster tycoon where you have to hire the handyman and have them Definitely. go, go around and fix and make sure stuff is fixed. Oh, that's Sounds good. I mean, the game has about sixty technologies at the moment, but I want to bring it up to like uh, over a hundred. So it's um, yeah, There's that's one. certainly something that could be. There's added. one. I dig that one. So yeah, until you research that thing, you have to repair everything yourself. And then yeah, once you I like that, yeah, no, that's a great idea, Spaz. That's a great freaking idea. <laughs> I was a little bit inspired by Pulsar and, and having the AI run around and do the repairs while you are, say, piloting the ship. Yeah, that's a good point. So, um, speaking of piloting, I wanted to ask about the um, the, fi- the uh, space combat, which is uh, so far kind of first person freelancery, and then it follows the uh, mouse cursor, which I really like. 
But um, I was having trouble finding and targeting targets. Is that in right now, or is that coming? Like, because there, yeah, be, there didn't seem to be a targeting system. I was using um, Battlefront 2 as my basis for I'm not talking the new one. I'm talking the original Battlefront 2. Yeah, we love the original Battlefront 2. We love it around here, so yeah. I, I, was, I was using that as my sort of basis for like uh, um, space combat for the game because it was kind of, it's arcadey, but sort of, fun you know it's just you're just flying around shooting things and um yeah that was for the flight dynamics but no i think you're right with the targeting i mean it's got that little swirl of dots in the middle but it's yeah i think i think either i need like little arrows on the outside of the screen showing you where someone is or yeah yeah like a targeting system or something just to make it a bit easier so you know where yeah just just that's all Um, i need is like like the kind of arrow follow the arrow thing oh if they're outside oh there they are have a like a crosshair on them when they're in your field of view so they're easier to spot and so i can select yeah. specific targets that's yeah i don't want anything super complicated like free space 2 with an escort list and blah 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 but uh but yeah just maybe like a target like closest target that's really i think that's really all i need i don't need like sub targeting or anything you know just no, closest- that sounds fine yeah yeah, because I was I was really enjoying the space combat. It was really great. But I'm like, I can't figure out where everybody is. Like, oh, there they are. There they are. They're over there. Oh wait, they're gone now. Okay. Oh, there they are. There they are. So it was a little bit frustrating. Um, but I also yeah. but I also like how you can take over other ships. Like you can take over a troop transport, which I thought was neat. Uh, it was something so people you couldn't do that in the first game take over the troop transport so um i, I really wanted it in the second one as well yeah and you can also Although, take um, over- last sorry go ahead so the, the, the last time um, i tested it i think i was the pilot and in multiplayer my brother was standing in the back and it was almost like a washing machine in the back there because i was trying to do like loop the loops dodging fighters and he was being flung, flung around the back of the uh, <laughs> thing so that sounds um, amazing yeah. That sounds so amazing. <laughs> this is going to have the best multiplayer. Oh my god, this is going to have the best multiplayer. Um, oh god. Um, Go ahead. One of the things I have added that I haven't seen in any game before is um, uh, when you're the CEO and you do have these executrons running around the space station, um, I've added a PA system to the space station. <laughs> um, so you, you, you press a, it's like a supermarket. You press a button. You say your announcement, and then over the tannoy system on the space stage, and you hear this sort of bing bong, and then you hear what, the, what you just said to the, to the thing. So um, I, I had my brother running around in the space oh, station, here, and, and I, I did it, and all he had was bing bong. And I was like, "Will you get your butt over the goddamn fi- facility quickly?" <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Excellent. Oh my god, that's going to be so great! Oh my god! Uh, oh, we have a question from uh, from YouTube. Will there, will there be an ability to directly board a docked ship? on a station while in first person and then take off with it? Uh, yeah, like, you can. You will. No. If it's not your ship, you can't... Currently, you can't um, hijack other ships at the moment. So Okay. Um, I, but but they are... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, when they, when they do dock... Sorry, when they do dock, they do... You can sort of run on board it. Um, I have noticed some people walk on board the computer's one when it's docked run on there, wait there, and then the computer undocks and then flies off with you inside the thing and then docks with his space station, and then you can kind of surreptitiously board the other person's space station. Oh, that's... I love that. Oh, please keep that in. That sounds... 
Amazing. But I think I think the question kind of had also related to the troop transport. Like, if you're one of the troops, can you run back mm. and forth between your docked troop transport and the station? And it sounds like you yeah, can. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are – I got to say, you're building something special here, dude. Really building something that I think a lot of people – Oh, especially on this server, especially here. And uh, Zeno now wants to know the Zeno gamer over on YouTube: Will there be a way to board enemy ships? Like, is that going to be a thing that you're planning, like Battlefront Two style? He's saying because um, I think I, I looked into it and I noticed you you discovered that you could walk around the ship when you were on the thing. Um, it's I don't know really. It, it I think it. I think you've got this massive space battle going on. You're trying to manage the space station. There's so much going on. And then to add troop boarding of spaceships, I think it was just going a bit sort of too much. Um, I mean, if, if I was to do it, it would probably be an expansion or DLC, you know, something later on down the pipeline, um, just, just, uh, you know, taking control of one big spaceship by sort of breaching the thing. I think that would be um, maybe further on needs a bit more sort of thought and development, but for now it, it won't. You won't have that. But it, it, there's about a thousand other things you can do in the game. So <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fair. But yeah, like one of the neat things about Battlefront Two was when you had these big space battles. One of the goals was to jump into an enemy cruiser and sabotage it from the inside. And I think that's what they're. I mean, I think, you that's, can, I think that's you, what they're talking. You can do that with the space station. You can do that all that with the space station. So I think you get all. The oh, so you so you still you still have that. It's just with a space station, not with like a big cruiser or something. Okay. Yeah. So you still have that. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, but it sounds like if you Unless want, you, like maybe you'll yeah, add you, big you, ships later that you can do that with as well, like battle cruisers and stuff like that, that you can do that as well maybe later. Oh, yeah. No, you, you, you can dock your troop transport on the space station. It, it's the, it's the, you can actually blow up the space station with just starships, but it does take a while. It's much better to dock your troop transport with the space station, unload your troops, and then just try and assassinate the CEO by running to the bridge, you know, and dodging all the other um, troops on board and the, the internal defenses and doors and security systems on there. But uh, that's still the faster way of doing it. And um, what, one of the things I added, which was a, is, a, a, is called a, a, well, I've added a transport to the game. So just because it, could, it was getting a little bit laborious, building a troop transporter, sending it over, sending your troops, then they may all die, and then having to do that all again. Um, your troop transporter comes with something called I call a teletron, which is like a little roboty thing, and you kind of run that off onto the space station, hide it somewhere, and then what you can then do on your space station once it's deployed, you can then beam your troops straight over to the enemy space station and oh, it's almost wow. like a sort of, it's, it's like a sort of spawn point you're making and then you can just keep beaming your troops over till the teletron's been destroyed oh that's great <laughs> that is so great uh so you just know, have to find a good place to hide it yeah absolutely i'm pretty strong as well so it's not an easy thing to try and take out as well <laughs> <laughs> so xeno gamer would like to know what which ships types there are in the game uh, there are quite a few uh, uh, I saw so far. Um, there are frig- there are corvettes and frigates and troop transports and fighters and um, not colony ships, but like the ships you use to take over a system. What are they called? Um, um, outpost. Outpost ships. Yeah. Uh, there are like three different types of those. Uh, so it seems like there are almost a dozen so far. 
of diff- just different types. Does that sound about right? Um, I mean, in the game, it's more about sort of the the ship's sort of hull. So you, the bigger the ship, the more weapons and the higher the health on it. So the ships don't necessarily have like a traditional like you know like um, missile ship or or a laser ship you know you, you sort of kit them out how you want so oh. um but but yeah there, there are like there's corvettes frigates cruisers battleships and um there's the, the, the there's the biggest one in the game which is the monolith um but that's a whole different ship that one <laughs> Ooh, a monolith so so that's taking from the first game where you have the design menu for uh, say your robots once you've unlocked newer technologies you can decide what you want to outfit them with based on how much cost you want to put into it and then save that design and then that way you can build that that specific design that kit exactly yeah that's that's fantastic so so computers ha- obsessed with like fighters you can just um you know outfit your ships with like better you know point defenses rather than or or if you're trying to assault the space station you could have a ship that's just designed that just you know lots of firepower but dreadful at taking out fighters so you get to design your fleet how based on the situation that's going on uh we have another question for uh, from the um from youtube are the maps uh, for more than two factions, or is it always one v one? Have up to four CEOs uh, on the, on the maps, There's, and you can have a maximum of up to nine star systems in the game. That's crazy, and the star systems are uh, are pretty pretty big too, and they they're all a little different, which is nice. I'm guessing there won't be stuff uh, interacting with planets; it's entirely in space. It was it was too much to add the planets in. No, in that's there. fair. I just wanted to ask. I mean, there I I see that they are there and they are very pretty, but I figured they're just there for a sense of scale, basically. Uh, the, the game did go through a testing phase where it was actually one gigantic map, and the planets were actually in the map, and you walked around the system, and behind the planet was the other person's, um, you know. HQ and it did look really pretty and it certainly had potential, but I don't know. If having the sort of smaller systems with the, it felt more strategic and um, yeah. more interesting, but it really it was, yeah. uh, some, but some of the fans did like the idea, so maybe it's something to work on at another time. That's fair. I mean, maybe have like a maybe kind of incorporate the the maps from the first game into the into the new one. <laughs> <laughs> But that that sounds like a bit much. Like if you're f- having combat down the planet, what's going on up in space? You know who's well, managing, yeah, no, who's that, managing that nonsense. That. So well, yeah. there is an idea about that that I just had. What's uh, that? That might be an executron sort of thing, where as a CEO, you're still on the station or you're doing whatever you're doing. But if you've got other players, they can take on say a planetary battle for you, and they take on the the uh, executive role on the planetary battle. Uh, if I if I if I get as much money as Star Citizen, I'll certainly look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying in terms of in terms of if you want to to make it happen, that's probably the best way to do it. it well, yeah, it could um, yeah, so it's yeah, could do it, could do it. It would uh, take a lot of it would be a lot of work and effort, but it was certainly it, I don't see why it's not possible. 
Alowo <laughs> over on uh, I hope I said your name right over on YouTube like said you land on the planet and it loads the first game go the elite <laughs> route go the elite route You, if you want to land on planets you have to buy this extra thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is great actually <laughs> Well, the first one, and then land up, load up the second one. <laughs> <laughs> if you go on space, yeah, loads up the second game. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right, so uh, you're playing a campaign, um, and so uh, okay. Sorry, my brain is not fully in gear yet this morning. So you have a campaign, and it's going to have multiple maps with all these multiple systems. That's like a huge endeavor. Uh, is it going to be kind of story-based, or is it going to be more, like, objective-based? Like, you have to get through these many systems in order to win the campaign. You know what I mean? Or is it going to yeah, have more of a like, story? Yeah. It'd be like that, um, that, like I said, that space colony game. So you sort of work through the planet right. and objectives. Right. Okay, great. Because, yeah, that that's right. That game had a really great campaign. And it was good at introducing the player to the facets of the game as you went on. I mean, it, it was kind of that kind of tutorial as you went thing. But uh, that worked really well, if I recall. Um, so, uh, no, that's that's a really great model, is Space Colony, because that's a great game. So that, that is a great game. Uh, so what kind of, like, so I was noticing in the first game, to build defenses for your base, you build, like, security doors and stuff like that. Is that still present in the second game, or are there going to be, since it's a space station, are there going to be different types of defenses you can build for your base? Well, in this one, the the buildings already come pre-made with the doors and the turrets already there, um, because it just seemed like people were getting bogged down having to build the extra doors and extra turrets, so I was just like, mm. look, it just comes with the doors and the turrets, so they're, they're, they're there in there, and the, the bridge has its own force fields around it where it did you ever play uh, battlefield 2142 um and you had to sort of one of their big um spaceshipy things to get to destroy the reactor you had to kind of take out the force field control panel so that that's what i've got in this one so oh. um, surrounding the bridge and um, there's like these sort of power generators for the force field which are of course um on the outside of the bridge and on the inside <laughs> and uh, you uh, you sort of shoot you shoot them and as 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 the as someone is picking them off it gives the ceo a little bit of time just to try and get some extra extra help or try and escape or something like that so it's um yeah it's so all the defenses come with the game so it's uh, it was just a bit easier that way so um so say I'm a CEO and I've got someone boarding my thing. Can I like fight them off? Like, can I have like a running firefight to a fighter bay and then jump in a fighter and fly away? Can I do that? You can uh, currently you can you could run to the docking bay quickly, fire, um, build a, um, a starfighter, board the thing, and try and you know get the hell out of there. <laughs> That's, or oh. you could. Or, or if you own a um, outpost somewhere, you could, or, and you've already researched it, you could run to your tele, your transporter room, beam over to one of your outposts, and then carry on running the um, your sort of empire from there. Oh man! So you, you you're totally mobile. So like someone might think they have you in your space station, but then you beam to an outpost, and the game continues. Ah, yeah. oh, that's 
That is going to make for some great multiplayer fuckery. That is going to make for some fantastic... Ah, that's the kind of thing you want in multiplayer games. Yeah, the (laughs) the kind of thing where you can, like, pull a cheeky move like that and keep shit going. Ah, that is fabulous. (laughs) Is it planetary annihilation where the sort of teleports are portals, so... You think you've got the, you can find the enemy base. You think, ha ha, I've got the uh, commander now. And you quickly see him walk into a teleport and you're like, oh, crumbs, where's he beamed to now? <laughs> I sadly couldn't get into that one, Planetary Annihilation. Um, it just, it's something about the, the, the globe just totally like threw me. You know what I mean? Like, it prevented me from clicking with it. <laughs> and it also needed some heavy specs, heavy spec computer for that one, too. <laughs> Yeah, that's true, and and it, it chugged a little bit on this thing of mine. Um, so how far along is the game right now? Like, it seemed like, I mean, yeah, it was clearly early access, but it already seemed like it had a lot in there. So how far along is this the version I played right now? And when do you it's think... Pretty... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I keep interrupting. Sorry. <laughs> No, no, it's fine. I was gonna, I was gonna add a follow up. Like, when do you think it'll be on Steam early access? Ah, um, well, it's um, it's pretty far along at the moment. Um, like I said, it's only got sixty technologies in there, so I, I definitely want to bring that up to make the things only exciting. Si- only sixty. <laughs> only sixty. Yeah. Only sixty. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I mean, that most of that's just like, I guess that's just weaponry and tech, I suppose. But um, I want, I like to add more quirky and interesting technologies in there. I mean, I want to improve the hacking and I want to improve the, you know, sensors and, you know, things, things more interesting, like shields for the robots and, um, you know, some really interesting weapons. Like I want, I know trans you know transgalactic missile systems or something like that i, I don't know so, so like super long range artillery i mean the yeah just more fun things like that in the game and um yeah so but yeah in its current state it's pretty it's pretty far along i mean i noticed in your video you, you if you'd got as far as finding the enemies you would have found that you know and and you had a big fleet you would have really seen this the space battles in the game and um and then it's a once you realize how he's getting on you can then you think ah, hang on i need to get to that sort of point too so it sort of really spurs you along to sort of get in there and then and then you really have a lot of fun like taking control of the fighters dodging all the space battles and you know and you know really sort of getting in there and having a lot of fun with the thing yeah even even not getting to that point with uh this video because it was already like 40 minutes in and people only watch for so long so it's like okay i gotta stop but even getting to where I got was a lot of fun um, because I like how it's not just the other CEOs you have to deal with. There are protesters. <laughs> um, well, I thought, all right, space games always have raiders or pirates or things like that. And, and, and I'm thinking, okay, what's the sort of, what do, what do companies and corporations don't like? And I was thinking, protesters. <laughs> no, I thought that was great. I thought that was like, like what the hell, protesters? Oh yeah, because I'm a big C- corporate CEO. They were protesting me taking over space. <laughs> the more goods you sell, the more of your goods, the more of your um, you know space kittens or something you sell, the the more they really don't like you, and the more they'll start attacking you. So I think when you're playing, they said not interested. But if you sell like I don't know twenty of your goods, they'll be like, hang on a minute, we're we're going to do something about this. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I also saw there was a was a trade federation or uh, something like that. There's another faction. 
Um, they're uh, they're currently there so that if you if you decide the trader who doctors your space station, you like you know you sell your goods to him and you just like oh, okay bye bye and then you decide to blow him up you know to get your goods back because he drops his cargo. Um, the trader federation doesn't like you and uh, so they sort of like blockade they they uh, sort of blacklist you for like ten minutes so that you can't trade for ten minutes after you've blown him up. But I'm hoping to maybe do a bit more with the traders federation. And there are, besides other CEOs, there are also other factions you have to deal with as well. Uh, like there was a – I wouldn't call them pirates, but it was like Blood Raiders or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, so currently there's just three factions in the game. Um, they own some of the systems. So if you try and build a, an outpost, like a mining outpost in orbit of their planet, they're like, hang on. If you want to do that, you have to pay us or else we'll um, you know, start attacking you. So it just adds an extra sort of dynamic to the game. Um, what one of the factions is an entire planet full of crazy cat ladies and people. Um, so <laughs> they're, they're quite friendly. They're very friendly then, but don't don't get on their bad side. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I don't know if I want to know what happens if you get on their bad side. <laughs> Please don't tell me. Don't tell me. I want to be surprised. No, I, I, I won't tell you. But do find them because um, I recently got an artist to do the picture. The, the, you know their their their, their faction photo and um, it, it's he did a, a, an amazing job on the pictures. So do, do find them. They they the picture's great. <laughs> oh, that looking sounds... forward to that. Totally looking because we all love we we love cats here at Space Game Junkie. We love cats. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, totally looking forward to that. Oh my god! I'm hoping to add more factions to the game, and um, maybe even I don't know. People really want like something to go in the workshop, so I'm trying to think of things to go in the workshop. So maybe even a faction creator or something like that. Ooh, yeah, faction creator would be fun. (laughs) Uh, Maybe like ship design. Like so, say ship designs would be good because some people don't want to tweak in a bit, play around in a builder. They just want to build and go. You know, so maybe have like maybe let people save their ship designs. Like this is an anti fighter ship, and put that in the workshop. So if if someone wants to be able to huh. build that, you know. Speaking of customization, what about painting them? Ooh, ooh, like uh, the custom textures. <laughs> yeah, custom. Well, yeah, not necessarily just custom textures, but maybe you want to put a different skin on it. So you have a custom skin for your uh, for your company. Yeah, yeah, that's doable. Yeah, that's definitely doable. Um, I do need, to, yeah, I do need things to go in there because people were complaining in the first game there was no, um, nothing in the in the workshop. There was no customization. So right, right. Concern. Well, there, I mean, there was customization in terms of the logo and the and the company name, but people wanted to sort of put more sort of interesting things in there. You know, so um, yeah, no, definitely, yeah, I could do that. I mean, you, your company logo will eventually be on the starships, and you can also name your starships too. So um, I think ah. I saw, uh, as as of course, someone was bound to put um, like Boaty McBoakface on the on the on the starships. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's one of my favorite things the internet has ever done. Is is named yeah. that boat, Bodie McBoatface? <laughs> yes, there's a lot of toxicity. Of course, of course yeah, there's a lot of toxicity on the internet, and then you got Bodie McBoatface. It's like the world's going to be all right. We're going to be okay because we have Bodie McBoatface. We're going to be all right <laughs> as, as a species. Come, come and save us all. Come and yeah. save us all. <laughs> I think we'll take care of each other and be okay. <laughs> oh my god! So I didn't know you could name your starships too. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of like I want people to really feel proud of their spaceship because as it attacks more, it gains more experience. And you know, you 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 basically, if you're there and you're seeing your big ship going catching fire, you're like, oh no, quickly, someone saves the photo book, folk face. So you suddenly get back to your starship <laughs> and it explodes, and you're like, no. <laughs> oh, so I didn't know ships could gain uh, experience as well. Even even like fighters and stuff, like they can all gain experience and stuff just, just the just the um just the uh, starships oh that's fair because they have crews so that makes sense um you can't have like though at one point you should get like here's the thing maybe if like a, fi- a fighter kills enough fighters they become like a named ace you know like what was that Battlestar galactica episode with scar and everyone was like "Ooh, scar yeah. you know so maybe you have something like that where you have like a named ace and all the other fighters are like ah <laughs> And you can see him flying along like a little star above his head. Or yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to give you more stuff to do, though I am. But, uh, <laughs> but that would be. I mean, there's already so much in there. But again, that's the thing. There's already so much in here, but you've made it so like impressively streamlined. I I, I really have to say, it's just such an impressive thing. Well, I, I certainly look forward to what. Um, ideas people come up with early access. I mean, that was one of the features ideas of putting it in early access, and so that I can put things like that in there. You know, like the, you know, like the repair state, the repair bots idea, and the, uh, you know, and that sort of thing. So, um. yeah, and and yeah, I'm sure people will just dive all over this in early access. Uh, do you have any idea when it's going to be uh, available in early access? Uh, the 18th of October. Oh, really? That soon. So, I didn't know that. So, folks, eight, uh, you got about a month, a little less than a month, like three weeks, actually. And this will be available. Uh, are you looking at a similar price point to the first game? Or a little... I would not, I would expect this to be a little more, since there seems to be a yeah. lot more going on. Uh, so, I so was, it's going to be £23.99, that is. I don't know what that is in dollars. Um no it's idea. uh it, it it but it's gonna be see that when the game finally comes out it's gonna be 19 pounds 99 but i'm making it a bit more expensive for early access for mainly for just controlling numbers and bug reports because um i found it worked out really well in the first game to have a more expensive early access than the actual release just because it just gets really um oh interesting it, it just like people people were like look at it and so oh that looks really good um do i do i want to help out or will i wait until it comes out on you know finally release so and i just found it helped with the following all the bug reports because you know I'm, I'm still just one person and uh, you know i don't want to be inundated with like ten thousand bug reports or something like that because so many people so and it, it it works it works quite well that sort of you know payment method going going cheaper for the final release so no i that you don't see that very often usually it's the other way around uh, but I mean, but it if makes you look at planetary annihilation went a bit too far, and they, I think there's yeah. early access was like eighty nine pounds or something. Yeah, because <laughs> they, that's because they uh, that's because they didn't want to piss off their Kickstarter backers. So, oh, I see. So yeah, they put it at the same price, which I don't know if that worked out well for them or not. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it did. <laughs> Well, they were going to make that other game, weren't they? The Human Resources or something. So, yeah, I don't know. It's good. They they formed another company now. Like the people behind that game formed like their own con- company, and like they're going to do their own thing now. 
So, uh, sorry. But, um, so, yeah, it sounds like this is coming out soon. It's, uh, we, oh, God, it's almost time to wrap up because I gotta get to work. Um, so, folks, uh, just to wrap up, uh, the game is Executive Assault 2. It is coming to early access, uh, 18th of October. So, uh, about three weeks from now. So keep an eye out for that. Keep an Wish eye out for that. Wishlist it. Uh, is there a Steam page for it already? I, I don't know if I saw um, one. It, it, it's not yet. I'm, I'm uh, waiting for Steam to um, sort of make it live. So it's uh, it's just, we're just going through the sort of Steam process at the moment just to get it up there. So Okay. Okay, I'll make sure to post it when uh, yeah. to our new games channel so people can wishlist it as soon as sure. it comes. Yeah, definitely. definitely uh, we'll definitely get the word out once the Steam page is live so folks can wishlist it. So folks, Executive Assault 2, it looks like it's going to be the bee's knees. It's going to have everything uh, you'd expect from a sack full of kittens and more. I don't know why I just said that, but it's it's going to have a lot. It's going to have a ton of stuff. It's single and multiplayer campaigns, multiplayer maps. It's got it's. Just from the early version I played, it's already an impressive damn thing. Uh, there's a video up on the channel if you haven't seen it already. Go watch it. You can see just how much is in this game. It basically gives you everything you want. You want to fly a space fighter? You can do that. You want to fi- fly a Corvette? You can do that. You want to run around your space station and shoot other robots? You can do that. Uh, it's just an impressive thing. It's like when you see this is just being done in Unity, it's like... Yeah, why don't more people make stuff like this? And again, it's a question of time and effort. Uh, but man, you have put the time and effort into this, and I really hope it pays dividends because this is just really great. Just really, really That's great. It. So, folks, uh, just a couple of quick programming notes before we wrap up. Uh, Thursday, um, for our land party, we are returning to EDF. Uh, you know, Earth Defense Force 4.1, Shadow of the New Despair. Uh, very, very excited. It's been a while since we played. It's been about two months. And, um, yep. can't freaking wait for that. Um, uh, is it still on sale or was that last week? Was it on sale last week or is it on sale this week? Well, let me check. Because I, I know it was on sale recently, but I think it might have been last week. Um, and so, and uh, for the show next week, uh, we are going to welcome back. You know him, you love him. The uh, wonderful Derek Smart uh, is going to be joining us next week to mostly talk about the big, the new big changes in uh, Universal Combat. Um, but who knows what else we'll talk about? It's Derek Smart. <laughs> I mean, we're going to probably talk about a lot of things. Uh, so that just be, as a quick note, EDF is not on sale. Oh, uh, it must have been last week. It must have been last week. Damn. If you didn't get it last week, it'll be on sale again, I'm sure. But it's it's worth full price. But if you can get it on sale, it's usually a pretty deep cut. It goes from what, like 50 to 15 on sale? Yeah. It's usually like $14.99 on sale. Um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, uh Sorry, my brain is totally flitzing. Robert, I want to thank you for taking the time to join us today. Uh, your game already looks really freaking great. Uh, and I cannot wait to play more of it, especially once more people get copies so we can do some multiplayer, because we will definitely be doing some multiplayer. We um, need it on the calendar. 
Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah once, yeah, once that comes out and more people have copies, we're definitely putting it on the calendar. Uh, okay. Because we have, we have a regular Thursday night stream of multiplayer games, and so this will definitely be going on the calendar once this is up. Um, but, folks, I want to thank you so much for watching and listening. Again, if you haven't checked it out, there is a preview video of Exec... Uh, Executive Assault 2 on the YouTube channel. Go check it out. Keep an eye out for the Steam page for early access to be hitting hopefully soon so you can wishlist it. And we will see you next time. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.